This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Would you rather have a radish than sex? If it was good sex, then I would rather have sex. But if it was bad sex, I'd rather have a radish. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Well, what if I do need some help? You know who needs some help? Blue. Where are we going to yeah. do? What are we going to do with this dog thing? That's my my last Maybe question for the show. Maybe we should launch a giveaway. I thought about this a long time ago. I would then we'll love to give get them the blue. Dog. Yeah, I just don't think that would be fair to the person we're giving the dog away to. That's not a giveaway. That's like being punished. It's like you can go to jail or take blue. I'd I'd go to prison. <laughs> I think I'd go to prison. I'm being serious. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah, Kansas Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is the greatest achievement of my life. My best friend, my lover, my wife, the uh, person who raises my children so wonderfully, Astrid. Astrid, best to you. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. I'm earning marriage miles. Marriage miles? Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah. You forgot to say I'm the best, the person that, they, the, that makes the best ayakas. You do make no, the best ayakas according to other people who have been brave, brave enough to try those ayakas. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Thank you anyway. Uh, I. How many, if you had to guess, big round number. Mm-hmm. Marriage Miles, for those of you that don't know, is the system that Astrid and I have in place to determine how much trouble Brian is in Correct. at any given moment, or how much credit I might have in the bank to do something like, I don't know, go out for a night with the boys, or like <laughs> I do that, <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, go to the tanning bed. How many how many oh, miles no, do I have you... to go into the tanning bed? All right, okay, we won't get into an argument about it here. But <laughs> on, on a big round number, how many marriage miles do you think I'm in deficit currently? 10,000, 20,000? 10,000. 10,000. That's good. 10,000 probably means that I'm going to get a little bit of the cold shoulder, maybe the side eye every once in a while. She's going to hand me the baby when it's got a dirty diaper because I have to do those things to earn more marriage miles to get myself back to square. Not the baby thing, though. No, I won't do poop. That doesn't earn you marriage miles. It doesn't? No, because you're a father. Well, that's good. That's why I don't ever... That's why I always complain when I smell shit on the baby. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Astrid, how? But I can't do it. I can't do it, baby. You know I can't do it with the but poop. But listen, we could... We could establish, like, a new part of the program. Okay. Like, you know where the credit cards, like... If you spend for every dollar you spend, you accumulate point zero 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 zero, zero one. one miles. Yeah, 
I mean, I could make you the same deal. Like for every dollar you spend on me, <laughs> I'll award you marriage miles. You're just forgetting one small detail in that whole thing. And that is that I, the commercial break is my living and the commercial break is more than 10,000 marriage miles in deficit. <laughs> it's way in the black. We don't, if people would just start paying us, I think we'd be okay. But, you know, they, whatever. Anyway, onward well, to that I mean, part. I'm not going to talk about it here it's yet. It's a lifetime program, so. It is a lifetime program. You don't program. have to accumulate them. Yeah. And with today. this current contract we have with the podcast, we will be doing mm-hmm. this for a lifetime in order <laughs> to get even. But, you know, thanks to the good people at Odyssey for taking a chance on us. On average, of all the people, I wanted to ask this of you, and now I'm here on the commercial break. What better place to start a, a marriage disagreement? On average, of all the people that you know mm-hmm. who have husbands, women that have husbands, mm-hmm. would you say that I'm better on average or worse on average than the husbands in your friend and family group? I mean, I don't want to offend my friends and No, no, no. This is a perfect place family. to do it. No one listens to the show. You don't have to but, worry about that. Um, true. <laughs> no but here. No, I think you're better. Oh, look at that. Look at you. I think you're a very good husband. Well, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. On average. Listen, I also know how to accumulate. Yeah, yeah. Smart miles. ass. You're a negotiator. You're a slick one too. You come across as shy. I think that like if, I am shy. Well, I think you're shy too when at you first. at first. Yes. But once I break the ice, forget about you it. You cannot stop me. No, then you go a mile a minute. Astrid and I were in the car today and there was a 30 minute conversation going on where I never spoke a word. <laughs> Not one word. I couldn't get a word it. On average, better or worse, do you think what do you think your mom thinks of me as a husband? Oh, my mom thinks you're a very good husband. Oh, she does. Yeah. Oh, well that's news to me. She Why? thinks I'm a good I, I don't know. I just assume <laughs> I just assume that I always had, like, I don't You've know. You've never had trouble with my mom. No, I never had trouble with your mom. I never had trouble with your mom. And there's a reason why I've never had trouble with your mom. I, I got to, you know, I feel like I have to play it cool because I want her to think I'm a fantastic partner for her one and, and only daughter. And I think she does. Okay, good. Yeah. On average, better or worse, mm-hmm. do you think, what do you think your dad thinks of me mm-hmm. as a husband? Because if we're just going on the amount of times in any particular visit mm-hmm. or, you know, when we're together, physically together, the amount of times your father says, "I, Brian, even when he's not in my space. When you're not near him. Yeah. Babe, he'll be in another room altogether, and I'll hear him go, "I, Brian. Yeah, and but, I'm like, what did I do? I didn't even do anything. <laughs> not even in the same fucking room. Yeah, but room. it's like, you, you have to, you have, you know, there's got to be some context here. Okay. So, okay. So, let's say my dad was giving you a report card. Like you know, a like, progress report. Yeah, like, a, like, the like kids in the do. school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, on the list of things that, um, that mean you know that are related to like handy handiwork handiwork yeah. stuff you do around the house and you probably tires get all like non observed <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i know that's a big one for my dad because he's like the complete opposite he is so but at the same time i think on everything else I do think you... Oh, we you get know, high marks? Yeah, I think Average you get marks? High, yeah. Average to high? No, I think you get high marks. Huh, okay. I, I appreciate he, that. He likes you. And the reason why he says, i.e. Brian, so much, even if you're not near him, room? it's because it's probably he's doing a project, right? Like yeah. We ask him to, you know, hang a... Hang a shelf. Hang a shelf. Yeah. But it's like maybe something you tried to do, before like but previously fucked it up and he's got to fix yeah, it so you left like a screw in the wall or something it's like misplaced or yeah, something yeah. so then he he like you know he makes all his plan and he's drawing and then when he's gonna start the project he's like i brian like meaning like you're making his job harder a little bit more complicated because he's got to fix my mess correct. before he goes in and does it yeah, yeah but your dad i mean let's let's be real about this we'll ask your dad to hang a painting and he will literally come with like permit drawings. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go down to the city office, it, it's got like architectural, engineering, land plans. And we're, I'm just, I, just hang the photo, just make sure that it's straight. That's all. That's all that well, I'm he requesting. Wants to make sure it's well done. Well, that we know. If your dad does something, he goes back out to that MacGyver shack that he built for himself. I'm sure of it. That tool shack back there, that shed. He goes back there and he finds whatever he can, and he'll make whatever we need. Sure. He's really quite amazing in that way. Yeah. 
yeah. actually. And we, I think we've got, we've, we're taking such advantage of your father at this point that there will be lots of times when asked over the last couple of years, especially when Astor and I will have a chore, a task around the house that we don't think we, maybe we have the but skills it's not like for emergency. It. No, 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 no. It's not an emergency. If it's an emergency, I can, yeah, of course I can glue and tape stuff together. I mean, if I need to, I can glue and tape. Or but, you can hire someone. Or I hire someone to then do it badly so your dad can come and fix it later. Uh, you're, we oftentimes will look at each other and say, well, we'll save it for when your dad comes. Yeah, we'll and add it to your poor him. fucking father. <laughs> I mean, he has a list. He shows up in the door and yeah. we're like... Hey, hey, dad. Yeah, a little, little hug, like a little air hug. And then you're like, hey, dad, can you do me a favor? I need that picture hung. I need to put a roof over there. I need to move that wall six inches. The studio needs some attention. My tires are low. Can yep. you change the oil? Do you mind getting up there but and plugging the roof? He, he loves, loves it. it. Yeah. I think it's part of, it's become like, it's part of his love language. And it's certainly oh, definitely. also, definitely. it's certainly also the way, the reason why I also get like OCD with, things related to that like let's hang a picture in the wall yeah and i'm like okay we need the tape measure you know because i learned from him yeah and i wanted i think i i consider myself like i have a very like my eye you know when you hang a picture i can tell like it's a it's a (laughs) inch off (laughs) drives me fucking crazy (laughs) and you and i are the opposite totally which drives me crazy too i am big picture type of guy like if you need me to i don't know Come up with a marketing strategy, right? I can do that. But when it comes to the minutiae and the details... You're not detail-oriented. No, no, no. I really have to focus on that stuff. Some things. On certain things. things, But I am very detail-oriented, So, which is not always good. Sometimes... No, there are pluses and minuses, I think, to every personality type. Like, I know... I don't know too many people who are as bad at details as I am, but there are, I know there are people out there who are, yep. uh, but then I know people who are like singularly focused on details. And I think that can paralyze some people. Yeah. Right? But like, for example, you and my mom are similar in that sense. My mom is also like, she doesn't get stuff for the little thing, you yeah. know, like she's like, okay, you know, that looks in the wall. Oh yeah, that looks good. That sure, looks pretty. Yeah. But my dad, like me, we're like, oh no, you know, it's half a millimeter to the off right. to the right yeah. or off to the left. Yeah, we no, need to he, fix it. yeah, he really he you and your father are exactly yeah. the same in that. I mean, when we built this studio, I tried my best, tried my best <laughs> to put this studio together because your father wasn't here. But well, we did. Well, yeah, we got it together enough to you know hang the TV straight at least and have the curtains there. You did, and you did most of that work. But when he came in, he saw exactly what needed to be done, and within three days, it was done immaculately, perfectly yeah. to the to the he centimeter. He fixed the sound boxes. He fixed the sound, but we have these big sound panels that run across the ceiling here, which is a vaulted ceiling. It's really hard to hang stuff straight on a vaulted ceiling because it's vaulted. And I had hung one, and it was occasionally the fan was hitting it because it was so close to this ceiling fan we have. And your dad came in and put it within half an inch of the ceiling fan. It's never moved. But correct. That's where you would find him. Yes. I, Brian. I, I Brian. Brian. I, Brian. You see? So I'm glad you're here today. Chrissy's out. She's, um, she's out. She's out. She'll be back. But, um, it was her birthday. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Happy birthday. We'll we'll get back to the birthday stuff when she comes back. But one of the reasons why I'm glad you're here today is because over the course of the history of the podcast, you have become a character on the podcast played by me. And you've only been on the show one other time. Mm-hmm. But people have often commented via text message or whatever about our marriage and what it's like to be married to someone from a different country. And we're not talking, you know, in case you can't fucking tell, Astrid has a little bit of an accent. I do. She, you do. <laughs> oh my God. We're on the phone today. And we call, we're calling these places for my mother to help my mother out with something. And we're calling these places. And the first place that we call, it's on speakerphone in the car. The first place that we call, it's very clear. It's very apparent that the woman on the other end of the phone is Asian. She's of some Asian descent. And she's got a very thick accent. She's having a hard time understanding Astrid. Astrid's having a hard time understanding her. But I even her. picked up yeah, on that. Yeah, but Astrid even I picked see. up on that. Yeah. <clears throat> but Astrid is so bad at picking up accents that the <laughs> next place we call, 
Astrid takes it off speakerphone, and she's talking to the lady for some period of the conversation, and she goes, it's crazy, there's another Asian lady with a really thick accent here. And then she puts the speak- she puts it on speakerphone, and <laughs> there is no fucking way under the sun that this lady is Asian. She's African of some descent, and I know it for sure. I mean, I know this this accent so well that i'm like no no honey that lady there's no way that that lady is asian no way i could have sworn yeah well you were wrong about that <clears throat> but people yeah. have asked over the years in different ways and, and had different conversations asked about what it's like to have a multicultural marriage which i think is so common these days i'm yep. you know I'm, i find it hard to understand how someone can't conceive that i mean not like they're being racist or you know no. saying that's a bad thing they're just some questions. Well, are it's really just something dumb, different actually. for um for most people, I would think, and they, yes. they find it like I guess interesting, like oh, you know, yeah, what is it like? Which it also depends on what culture yeah. or different religions, like. But I think ours overall, it's not very. I don't think we're that dissimilar. Yeah. First of all, I'll say this. Astrid is not a mail-ordered bride. <laughs> she, no. So she is this, that's not the situation. <laughs> right. We're not that is going on. Yeah, because when we did that mail-order bride breakdown, we did like, you know, three episodes and yeah. we reviewed that whole movie about the mail, Russian mail-order bride scam that was going on. Someone had the audacity to text and say, well, this coming from the guy who has a mail-order bride, I do not have a mail-order bride. Yeah. I got her on the internet, and that's completely different. You One, you mail away. No, and one, I have kidding. a mail-order husband. husband. You do. <laughs> you got yourself a gringo. So you married a gringo. What do you do now? <laughs> Astrid and I met through mutual family connections. Yeah. It was, and neither of us wanted to be set up in that manner, but it just worked out. I really <laughs> never thought I was going to. Did you ever think you were going to marry a gringo? But no. you said at, you said for, I remember. Well, I was, I had plans to, um. Emigrate to, move, to the United States. Yeah, to move yeah. out of the country from Venezuela. So, but... But you didn't but even I, really but, think it was going to be the United but States, But I went to you? Europe, so yeah, you were I never be thought I was going to end up here or married to a, a gringo, uh, an American. But um, also, when I say gringo... Honestly, when we no, Venezuelans, no offense. it's no, no offensive. Like stop we don't it. say it yeah. in a negative way. I please stop with the bullshit. So guys. I don't understand why people feel. I get. I'm, I guess I get it to a certain degree, but I don't. And I'll tell you why. But we don't really mean it. Like yeah. know, we're just. I tell you why. I'm not a doctor. You're not a nurse. No one's going to kill anybody. We're just having some fun. I have been called a gringo for most of my adult life because for most of my adult life, I've been an adopted Venezuelan. Yeah. And I've been one of the few gringos in this very large family that I have been uh, grac- that I'm grateful to have been a part of yeah. that includes your family. Your family is part of that extended family that I have been with mm-hmm. for, for years. And I have been called gringo and pelones and pinchy maricon and all kind of different stuff. And let me tell you something. I know what all of it means and I take it as intended with love. Yeah. I think that we all need to desensitize just a little bit. I know you don't mean, I know, and nobody means any harm when they say gringo, yeah. unless it's coming at me from like an angry place. Correct. And then it's a different story, yeah, right? Yeah, you got to understand the context. So yeah. if we're arguing and yelling at each other, and then I'm telling you, you know, you know, pinche gringo. Pinche gringo. Even though we don't say that. That's, no, very, no, no, Mexican. that's very Mexican. The pinche. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pinche. We don't say, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what were we saying? Well, I want to qualify first. I want to tell this, I want to say this real quick and then we'll, I want to move on to other parts of multicultural marriage, but I want to say this, Astrid and I were not like, this was not some, you know, weird love story that came to, it is a very strange love story in and of itself. But in a good way. But in a good way. We didn't meet on the internet. It wasn't on Tinder. I didn't, you know, go to some mail order service. Astrid and I met through mutual family members. And then I fell madly in love with her and chased her around the world until she agreed to marry me and come back to the United States. So there you have it. Stop fucking around. Um, but the other thing that, that I want to say is I... Never imagined that I would marry a Venezuelan either, Mm -hmm. but having been around the culture for so much of my life, I think it didn't feel strange to me to be in love with a Venezuelan because I had been around them for so much of my life. So much of that culture is a part of me. Like, I feel it's part of my DNA now. And, um, And while... Maybe a lot of Venezuelans may not agree with that. <laughs> I think I feel like it's in my yeah. my DNA. You were now. used to. It was not something completely new to you. 
None of this was foreign he to me. He felt familiar. Yeah, the nine-minute birthday song, the Ayakas, the Tequenos, the Arena Pepiada, all that other stuff. It's all very familiar to me. As I, What's that? Well, maybe it was new to you in the sense that now you have it almost daily at home. Well, yeah. Well, I had it almost daily anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, when I was, I was with Raphael yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days True. a week for most of my life. So... Um, who is my best friend, who is essentially how I got connected uh, to Astrid. So I want to take today's episode and I want to go through some of the things that you may feel having married a gringo. So you married a gringo and then I'll, I'll retort also. Sure. What do you think? You think that's a good idea? I think, I feel like that's a good way to waste an hour of our time here on the commercial (laughs) break. So it's a Friday afternoon episode for you. I think it's a Friday afternoon episode. I'm just guessing. Friday afternoon episode for you out there. We're going to talk about multicultural marriage and we'll be back. Well, thank the baby Jesus. Brian took a breath, and now I will use this opportunity to let you know that we've got a brand new phone number. That's right, it's 212-433-3TCB. And you can text us anytime you want. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail, and we might just use your message on the show. Once Brian gets through all the messages he missed last year, of course. Anyway, you can also find and DM us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And of course, all of our audio and video is easily found on TCBpodcast.com. Now I'm going to thank G one more time that we have sponsors. So thank G and here they are. This episode is sponsored in part by DraftKings Casino. It's springtime, warmer weather is here, maybe you're dreaming about relaxing by the beach, maybe you're going to get together with friends by the pool, or maybe you just want to chill out in your own bedroom. That's why DraftKings Casino is the perfect app to have on your phone or tablet. DraftKings Casino has the games you love to play, like blackjack and roulette, and even a few of your TV favorites, like $100,000 Pyramid. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players start with just 5 bucks and get $100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opt-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credits awarded, which require a one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions do apply. Again, download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience. And I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fit your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event, or you're just having trouble getting through the minutiae of life, therapy can help. 
You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at BetterHelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. Okay. Most difficult thing about marrying a gringo. What's the most difficult thing about having married a gringo? Besides being away from your natural environment. Hmm. Most difficult thing. Is it my penis size? Is it... Well, I was going to say, I was going to ask you. <laughs> Is it my love making I'm abilities? not sure if, if you're making the right question. Okay. Like, should it be like, what's the most difficult thing about marrying Brian? What's the most difficult thing about marrying Brian? Can I only say one thing? Yeah, well, you can just go no, ahead okay. and wait. We have an hour, so go ahead and waste it, hon. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. That's a... What's the culture? Sh- what's the culture shock moment for you when you moved when we when we came back here to the United States? Well, what was the culture shock moment for you? I mean, I just need to maybe give a little bit of context. Sure, this was not all the first time I had been here. Yeah, I because I had family uh, growing up that lived here. Yep, I came oftentimes as a kid, as a child. Now, being on vacation is not the same as living here, but I was not completely like oblivious of of like what know. it was to be in, yeah, in or, an America yeah, in the American society. Yes. You had had tasted the food, you had been around the culture, you had Yeah, like yeah. I knew at least the basics, right? Yeah. Um so but I would say the I think this is not something that applies just to me as a Venezuelan. I would think in general um the hardest thing it's maybe establishing new connections oh uh, okay yeah um you're at, at for, especially at, when you first like moved here you feel so out of place at first because you like miss your things and it, it might sound silly but it is true it's like you miss the little you know the little cafe you used to go to or hanging yeah. with your friends and stuff like that and then you come in here and it's like you don't know how how can I make friends because it's it's a different culture. It's a, it's a totally different culture. So yeah. so yeah, and I would say too that in your early twenties, having a friend group that's already established, correct? Because Venezuela is such a hot fucking mess, or was such. I mean, still is a hot fucking mess, but was a real hot fucking mess yeah. when you left. All of your friends also dissipated throughout the yeah. the earth. Also, they didn't, you know, not a lot of them stayed in Venezuela. Yeah. If any of them stayed None in Venezuela, them, yeah. so they're all over the world. And then now you have to reconnect. You have to find a way to make a new friend group to do yeah. new things with new people. Was the food a culture shock? I mean, I know you know the American yes. food. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's a big difference. It, it was not a shock to me. Like I knew, but I would say that's. I, I was. It, the other day, I was talking to another a fellow Venezuelan that I know here, and we were talking. Bye, Venezuela. And then, and she said this, and, and and I agreed with her. And she said, honestly, the hardest thing to to like get used to and deal with, really, is the food. Yeah, <laughs> she she said that, and I was like, I don't disagree. Uh, Americans eat terribly. Yeah, I don't yeah. disagree. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, the the food. Vari- variety here it's wonderful like i love going to the grocery store and having like oh my god the aisle a million the cookie selections aisle and the yeah. cereals it's like you your your head explodes but in reality you like you're not going to live off cookies and cereals no. right so i don't know in venezuela we eat a lot of like fresh stuff like fruits really vegetables proteins meats. yeah yeah i think when you go to Spain, you see a little bit of this. Not much, but you see a little bit of this. Or certainly places but you in have Spain. Experience. But also, yeah. like, we are, in that sense, like, food-wise, yeah. we're more like Spain. So when we've been there, yes. it feels more... Authentic. In, and it's all, yeah. always more of, like, homemade food. But, like, when I say homemade food, it's not, like, mixing a bunch of, like, different cans in a crock pot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, in Venezuela, you don't even have the option to get like chopped onions in the store. No, you have to weigh the onion and chop at your, you know. Yeah. So it's like, 
And I see the pros and the cons to, you know, both. Uh, I think we fill our grocery stores with fillers, mm-hmm. right? It, the, the appearance of choice makes us feel good, but the actual fillers, the mm-hmm. stuff that we don't really need to eat, but we eat anyway, yep. makes us feel bad. It makes us sick and it makes us feel bad. And I've heard this from a lot of people mm-hmm. in a lot of different cultures around the world, which is Americans eat like shit. And the availability of that shit is so voracious that it's hard not to make those choices. When you can pick up the phone and have a pizza at your door in 10 minutes, when you can go to any corner and go to Chipotle, I mean, I guess Chipotle is better than some, but, you know, McDonald's or Wendy's or or whatever it is, I can see how food would be a big deal for your culture. And you bring the Venezuelan food into our house. Now, I've eaten a lot of Venezuelan food before I met you, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm married to you, we eat a lot of Venezuelan food. Mm -hmm. I fucking love it. I think it's all very delicious. And no, it's not tacos. So let's just yeah. take that. Right, let's just take that thought right or out rice of our head. And beans. I think that's got to be my oh, opinion. Yeah, that, that's a misconception. Yeah, too. Like, it's a stereotype. Yeah. Is what it is. Well, it's like yeah. I think people. Well, listen. Fair enough. If you don't know, you don't. If know, you don't know, you don't right? know. And stereotypes are often Correct. true in but some small way or big way. I feel like with Hispanics in general, they try to put all of us in one box and for some things that might apply but from for others like no i I was even surprised one time when you one of your brothers was like surprised when i said no we don't eat tacos and he was like crazy and he was like you don't and i'm like no actually mexican food in venezuela is not a big thing no No, you don't have mexican there's like two mexican restaurants like no one, it's not, it's not even popular. Yeah. And by the way, the food that we eat here. Oh, and I love here, it here, yeah, by the, the way, but. The food that we eat here that we consider Mexican food is Tex Mexican food. Correct. It's, it's not, not even authentic. real, authentic yes. Mexican food. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of places that do serve authentic Mexican food. But like, if you go down to the local, you know, just run of the mill Mexican uh, restaurant that everybody has on the corner, what they're serving, they're serving a very American version Correct. of their f- well, they of have the food to, from yeah, their home. Of course, they have to adapt to the market here. Yeah. Go back in the kitchen of one of those Mexican restaurants and. Ask them to cook you actual or Mexican food. Or go to food. the house. Oh, yeah, of or go to the Mexican house of the chef. And then yes. have them cook <laughs> That's for you. That's right. It's completely different. <laughs> yeah. And this is one thing that does surprise me too about our relationship and having field, fielded, I don't know how you say that, having fielded a lot of questions about Venezuelan culture is how many goddamn people think that, oh, how are the tacos? Are they good? And I'm like, they don't eat tacos in Venezuela. It's not a fucking thing. You can't just paint every person who's south of the border yeah. as the same person. I it makes no sense. I might be wrong. Also, I'm not an expert in all of you know the South America, the Latin American countries, but I feel like the taco kind of culture. It's yeah. more like Central America, which of yeah, course yeah. the the big one is Mexico. Sure, but I think maybe Guatemala, El Salvador, you know those countries. I think so. Yeah, I might be wrong. Well, there's, there's another stereotype that I think yeah. you get a lot is that all Hispanics are the same, and all Hispanics know yeah. all the other Hispanics. No, we don't. It's like no, you don't. They. It's just like any other country. I don't know any. I don't know people in Canada. Don't know what they eat. Have no idea. Yeah. Just because we look alike doesn't mean we are. Like, yeah, it's the same. We have smaller yeah. countries talking like, you know, geographically like the sizes. Yes. But but still, even though we're smaller countries, it's like every, each country has their own cultural differences. Even we speak the same language, but we have completely different accents, just like, you know, an American and a British and a South African. Sure. Like, you all speak English. Sure. But you don't have the same accent. Yes. So it, the same thing applies for us. Uh, Spanish, we all have different accents, even different words that we use to describe different things or name different things. Um, you speak a different type of Spanish, yep. you know, uh, with, you, with different vernacular, different slang words, yeah, different, correct. you know, different accents. Another thing that I have heard, uh, not frequently, thank God, but I have heard <laughs> sometimes is people are like, uh, oh, she doesn't look Venezuelan. What does a Venezuelan look like exactly? We don't be- look like because it. you're light skinned. They think that you you know you have to be some different col- you know different color to live down near the equator or whatever they no. believe. It's kind of a ridiculous notion yeah. and a dumb stereotype. Well, in Venezuela, we have a lot of 
we don't, there's not really a Venezuelan physical stereotype because yeah. well there is beautiful oh, thank yeah you. you're welcome <laughs> didn't you win like 10 miss universes in a row not you personally but um yes we did didn't donald trump run that miss universe yes yes okay so just throw that out there <laughs> take that with um, a grain of salt uh we yeah we don't there's not a stereotype we have um all kinds of all races or yeah. all colors all sizes like tall short you know um all the colors for eye colors, all like, the it, rainbow, all yeah. the colors of the rainbow exist in Venezuela as they do here in the United exactly States. Exactly the same. Yeah, like, it's exactly the same. Can you draw a picture of how all Americans look like? No, they are all different. Yeah, yeah, I can draw a picture of what all Americans look like. I just draw a big round tummy. That's all I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have an obesity problem? Like we have an obesity problem here? No. No. We do have obese people. Of course. Yeah, of yeah course. they're all around the world. But. <laughs> Yeah, they're people. <laughs> yeah, they're all around the world. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that that is a problem for some people in Venezuela, but we don't have. It's not like here that it's a true. Yeah, it's a true issue. Yeah, fifty over fifty percent of adult Americans. Yeah, here. it's no, crazy. No, we don't have that. It's no. crazy. Uh, culture shock with music. Well, yes and no, meaning like. I mean, I know there are cultural For, differences. I guess my... Listen, I like, of course, I like my music I know you love reggaeton, and that's your favorite I, brand of music. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I hit the wrong button there. Um, um, no, but I don't know if it's like... Well, yeah, I guess, yes. I grew up, you know, my type of music... Even though I did listen to Amer some American music, but it would go more on, like, the pop... You know, yeah. the very famous... The stuff that goes around the world. Correct. Yeah. The international so, yeah, no. pop sensations. So like, and also, you have a very particular... Well, I mean, you're very broad. You know a lot about music. I don't. So you, you like, listen to a lot of genres. And um, and that was all new to me. I was I Yeah, there's still, to, to this day, you name people and bands that I have never... Of. Yeah, there are some there are some bands or movies that I will say some things that I think are just like universal pop culture that are clearly not universal pop culture. You've never seen any of the Godfathers, have you? No, but that is pretty popular in Venezuela. But, okay, that's good. But no, I have never paid. Have you ever seen to... Jaws? Yes. Have you seen any of the Star Wars? I mean, besides the one you went and saw with me. Why do you? What do you have against Star Wars? That's I don't the get only it. one I've ever seen. And I was like, not I. I went against my will. You went against your will. Did you enjoy any of it? No. Be honest. I was counting down the minutes. Were you really? I was. That's like me with that. I don't know what movie you took me to see. One of the Fifty Shades of Grey. No, 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 no. The other one under oh, the Oh, the after under the fruit of the tree or our love never ends or whatever mm -hmm. it is. That one night only to see this movie. There were seven people in the theater. Mm. The movie was an hour and a half long, and literally an hour and twenty seven minutes of that was this guy just. Uh, walking Slash around passing. this beautiful house in Italy being sad. It was a terrible movie. What was that movie called? After. After? The final chapter. The final chapter. How were the other chapters? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> it was so bad, babe. It was so bad. Movies, uh, television shows. Did you, do you, were mm. you exposed to American television? I mean, we no, were, I know yeah, some stuff. We, I mean, in Venezuela, yes. With cable, of course, you have access yeah, to... Yeah. Not every single show. It depends on... Also, we don't have the same channel, so it depends on what... Uh, you know, like, it would be... Like, Sony... We have a channel. Sony Entertainment Television, and they would bring... American movies and American they, yeah, television. That I guess they the, buy the yeah. rights or something. So it was not, not everything you have here. But I guess now it's different because now it's Netflix and... Yeah, everything kind of goes so, all around the world. I mean, I guess But even still, yeah. Netflix sometimes... Blocks some have, shows. Yeah, yeah, so you have some stuff available here that you don't have elsewhere. But um, I did, but I was... I really well. I mean, Friends. I would watch Friends. Friends. Here and there. Your brother said they watched South Park a lot and Family yeah. Guy and stuff like that. Yeah, all the cartoons, like the kids' cartoons. Yeah, it and was the, the adult same. Cartoons. Yeah, uh, the adult cartoons, The Simpsons, all of that. But I, uh, no, I never cared for that. So you're a citizen now, right? Yeah. You have been for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Do you feel assimilated? Do you feel assimilated into the culture? 
I do. You yeah. do? Mm-hmm. I think you are. Yeah, yeah, I am. I don't think there's anything that phases you anymore. No. Like, I don't think there's, like, stuff where you go, oh, what do we do here? Or how does this work? Or at yeah, first, no. there were a few things, but it wasn't many. It was a lot less than I thought it would be, actually. Yeah, I think you assimilated very quickly because I believe that your life in Caracas was not that dissimilar to my life in Atlanta. It's really besides not. Besides all the protests in Chavez. I mean, you know. honestly, our lives are... We live the same way people do here. Like, we have the same routines. Yes. You know? Yeah, maybe the restaurants where we're eating, they're not, you know, we're not, not eating the same, the same food, food or yeah. stuff. But overall, and Venice, I think I can generalize here in Latin America. The Latin American lives are very much follow like an American lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, I mean, not in certainly not. As opposed not, like to European. Like we really go more towards the American, you know, like the comfort and the big cars and all that. Big cars, big, fancy entertainment yeah, centers. Bigger houses. Big parties. Yeah. Not like in Europe where everything is crammed. It's and, all crammed yeah. into like a 10 foot uh, wide space. Yeah. I, and I do get that sense. Like I've never been to Venezuela. I hope we get to go someday, but I've never been to Venezuela. But I do get the sense that your life there was just not all that different from your life here, besides your friend's family and the language, Correct. which I would like to get into, because I would like to understand exactly what you and your family are saying behind my back, so that I can... I thought you did. <laughs> well, I do understand, unless all of you are talking at the same time, which, which unfortunately... Which ev- all the time. Yes. If there's more than two Venezuelans in a room, they're all going to be talking at each other at the same time. You know how, like, Teresa Caputo... We're always making fun of Teresa because she's having multiple conversations at the same time. Like, how are you? Is she Venezuelan? Uh, no, she's not. I don't think she, I don't know what she is. She's an mm. idiot is what she is. <laughs> she comes from the land of idiots. I'm not sure. But I always wondered how she had all these ghosts talking to her and she was still having a conversation with a person right in front of her. But I'm starting to maybe think that's that I observe this in my own life. And I'm wondering if I'm wrong about this because you Venezuelans. If you're, I just, I'll never forget. There was one time we were at this house, the house that we're at now. And there was eight of you Mm -hmm. sitting around the dining room table. Dinner was done. Kids were in bed. Everyone was talking. And it was sitting in the middle of the table. And everyone was speaking Spanish. But I was watching as multiple people were having multiple conversations with multiple other people. It's like they were having a conversation with one person. There's like a main conversation. There's and a main conversation, side, side conversations, conversation. but you're still in on the main conversation. You jump back into the yep. main conversation. You come back out. You do a side conversation. Mm-hmm. Someone yells something. Another person disagrees. Yeah, it's like if we all have ADD yeah. when it comes to conversation. It's really strange. But we're able still. We're smart enough that we still like we're able to juggle. <laughs> You juggle multiple conversations at the same time. Well, my brain does, d- barely speaks Spanish, and I, un- while I understand it pretty well, I don't think I'm like fluent. I don't think I fluently understand yeah. it. Sometimes I have to ask and stop, mm-hmm. and sometimes I get words wrong. But it's an amazing skill set that you have because if I'm sitting at a table with my friends trying to have a conversation, like if I don't, I'm- I don't find it very amazing. Like now that I realize that that's really how we are, yeah. I find that it's very rude. It, I think, and I, I'm, I'm Venezuelan saying this. Can I be honest with you? I think it's it kind of rude, rude too. Yeah. Not, not is it not rude intentionally? No, no, no. Not like someone is edging not me out purpose. of the conversation, right? But I, I have noticed that in the Venezuelan culture, it is hard to get into a conversation if you don't fluently speak Spanish and you're ready to be talked over multiple times, yeah. right? That, yeah. And that, to me, doesn't feel great sometimes. Like, if I'm sitting at a table with, let's just say my brothers, right? Mm-hmm. I have three brothers. So, let's say we're having a conversation. Yeah, you, three you let of each of... Each person talks. They take their turn. Maybe there's, maybe it's yeah, heated. Yeah, we're not like that. And we speak over each other for a minute. But it's like, wait, hold on. We, we both can't talk at the same time because no one's going to hear anything. But that's not at all how it happens in the Venezuelan culture. No. And so, for that, my love, I must tell you that it's the one thing that I'm not so jazzed about the Venezuelan okay. culture. But maybe just as a person who doesn't speak the language all that well. <laughs> and I just want to understand what's going on. All right. We're speaking with Astrid about all things Venezuela here on the commercial break as we transition into a, a bilingual show here pretty soon. We're going to. No. <laughs> going to translate what I say in Spanish? <laughs> no, we'll be back. Let's take a break and we'll be back. 
I know you're already on your phone, so pull up Instagram and follow us at The Commercial Break, and then follow us on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Done? Perfect. Thank you. Since you're at the ready, why not text us hello at 212-433-3TCB? Or if you've got some drama in your life, a little fun story, or anything really, we're desperate for content. Call and leave us a message at 212-433-3TCB. And don't forget to check out tcbpodcast.com because that's got it all. Speaking of having it all, let's listen to our fabulous sponsors and get back to the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I use the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and need a new web presence? Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right. So language. Mm-hmm. What do you feel mm-hmm. is still difficult about the English language? The American version of English language. Nothing. Well, here's... I mean, there are things... I mean, I'm a fluent English speaker. It's not my mother tongue, but I'm I'm fluent. Do you think in English? I do. I've gotten to that. Um, You know, one time I heard that you are, like, for sure... You know, bilingual. Bilingual. When you start thinking. When you dream. In English? In English. Oh, that's very and interesting. And that has happened to me already. Oh, really? I mean, a long time ago, but okay. yes. So, I am very confident when I talk in English. Mm-hmm. I know that I do may still make mistakes here and there or don't pronounce the, some words correctly or... But I don't... I'm not like self con So... It's like I've gotten to the point where I don't care. Yeah. And if maybe you didn't understand, then, you you know, people you are like, what? It. And yeah. that's okay. Like, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, that's not a good question for me because I've been bilingual my whole life. So. Yeah, that's true. Things I think you, things I hear that you still have difficulty with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you will say he, oh, that- I will get angry with you because you were she. with a boy all by yourself. <laughs> and then I will realize that you're just you're just conjugating it that, the wrong I, way. Yes. Yeah, but you know that's very com- that's not me. No, I know it's all it's it it, it, it is super it's crazy. hard yeah. about there's something about when you're talking, you know, in a certain speed like fast. 
Yes. Not like super slow, where you have the time to actually think every word that you're saying. No, when you're, you know, just having a conversation, it's for some reason, I don't know what happens in our brains, or I'm going to speak for myself in my brain, that it's like I can carry a whole conversation saying he, she, or even mix them. Yep. And I'm just talking about that's it. A he You're just talking a about a he or a she, and I've noticed this yeah. so much. Um, I think you have sometimes you can have difficulty with certain pronunciations. I think that's certainly different from our language, maybe, and that's why it's the most confusing fucking thing. And I don't understand. I don't it. know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't really know why. But for it me, happens. it's one of the hardest parts of speaking Spanish is making sure that you're appropriating it in the correct way, appropriating the sentence in the correct way, the male and the female. Yeah, but it's hard for you guys too because all of our things have genders. Yes. So even a table has a gender. It's is it a he or a she? And it's, it's just a table. It's a she. La, a yeah, la mesa. A, yeah, yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys don't have that. Like things don't have a gender in english no but i i don't know honestly i don't i don't even know what the explanation is as to why that happens but it happens do you stay do you ever still get nervous about speaking out loud in english sometimes no or not like i mean i, I mean you would you know well when you asked me to come on the show for the first time you I, were worried that i got nervous but uh, See, this is what's it's crazy to me. because I'm shy, like, in yeah. front of cameras and stuff like that. Maybe that's where it comes from. But Or if you hand me a microphone in a crowd and go, Ask you like, to speak. hey, go, if I don't, if I had not planned for it, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I remember at our wedding, I was like, or it was a wedding, a baptism, something, and I was like, we had a microphone, and it was like, okay, honey, do you want to say something to the crowd? And you were like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying anything yeah, yeah, to no. the crowd. So what is... Tell me mm-hmm. what you say about me behind my back in Spanish. Nothing that I don't say. To my face? To your face. Never? You and your family don't no. get together and say anything? No. No? Not even when I refuse to play board games? I'm going to say something, but you already know this. Okay. Even though you might deny it. That Here we go. That you... <laughs> what do we know? That Here it is. Here it that comes. That your pain tolerance... Is on the very lower end of the scale. My pain tolerance? Yeah. What do you mean my pain tolerance? Pain tolerance. Like when you hit your toes with like the What table. does that have to do with Spanish? With Spanish? You said what does my family... Say about me in Spanish behind my back that I could learn that my pain tolerance is low. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. I am a man, Astrid. <laughs> I think my sick tolerance is low. But I don't I hit, understand the question. The question is, do you guys say anything in Spanish behind my back where I could pick up on it? Like, you're, you, I want you to let me in on some secrets when you guys say this. So, what do you say about me about the pain tolerance? What? What? Do, how do you say that in Spanish? How would you say that in Spanish? He's a... Uh, well, we can have a whole conversation about it. In Spanish? Yeah. Okay, tell me. Well, I mean, well, is there like a word? I want to know if there's a word your oh, family no. uses. Oh, okay. No, we're not using like any... No. You mean like a bad word or something? Yeah, like something, you know, some pejorative word that you use or some negative word that you use that I can listen for next time I'm in a conversation and go, oh, yep, they're talking about me. No. What is, how do you say low pain tolerance? (laughs) (laughs) How do you say that one? Uh, I mean, pain is dolor. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have one word for that. Okay. Now, here's a real question. It has nothing to do with Venezuela. Yeah. Well, you think my pain tolerance is low? Yes. Okay. Even though, correct. But you right. see? I saw. See, okay. Worry. But let me, let me. I, I knew you were going to deny. Let me debate. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying. I'm, let me debate mm-hmm. for a second. If my back hurts on a Tuesday and I don't say anything yeah, for the entire day. Yeah, your back doesn't day, count, though. Then why doesn't my back count? Because you live <laughs> with back pain. But, like, we're not, no. Like, take the back okay. out so of the Okay, so if I stub my toe, uh-huh. you think I get overdramatic about it? Uh, you do. You think I get over dramatic about yes. it? Doesn't stubbing your toe hurt? Hmm? Do you do you think stubbing your toe hurts? Oh yeah, it does. Okay, well just yeah, but it's not about that. It's like your reaction. It's like Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. <laughs> I just don't want to cuss in front of the kids, Baby, so I often like, retreat into another you room. Throw yourself in the floor. I mean, you should ask Gustavo. He's the one that has done the imitation of when you hit 
Gustavo has an imitation of when I stub my toe. So I have a I have a whole thing because I I hurt myself when I stub my toe. Because it hurts. Now I'm all of a sudden I yeah. have a low pain tolerance. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm gonna remember that next <laughs> next time someone stubs their toe. I'm gonna remember that. I'm not saying it's something that doesn't hurt. That's it does hurt. Yeah, it does hurt. And I do stub my toe a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. There's just a lot of protruding things in our house. <laughs> I don't think my foot knows <laughs> yet. <laughs> Listen, I do understand. Part of the reason why I, not maybe not drop to the floor, but part of the reason why I'll often leave the room is because if we didn't have children and I stub my toe, I'd be like, oh, motherfucker. You know, I'd have to get it out. I'd just say mm -hmm. some words and get it out. You know, that first rush of pain and you're like, fuck or whatever you want to mm -hmm. say. Now that we have children, I don't want them to see their daddy mm -hmm. yelling and screaming every time he hits his toe because I'd run around the house all day <laughs> yelling and screaming about how I hit my toe. So now I internalize. Mm -hmm. I fall to the ground. I put my yeah, hands over my face. Yeah, and you pretend like you're having a heart attack. A heart attack? In front of the kids. And the only thing that happened is you hit your toe with oh a chair. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you think that this is that <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> I can't believe it. Here I thought. Here I thought. Listen, I, you can do a poll. A poll? A poll? A poll. A poll. Not a poll. A poll. Okay, I could do a poll. Amongst my family members? Yes. When you air Stub this, my toe? No, when you air this. When I air episode, this, I'm going to ask your family members you what they think of me. And then you say... <laughs> Do you think Astrid's trying or Brian? Is I'm never going to complain again. I'm never going to complain again about anything. I'm going to literally walk in here with my arm dangling off one day, and I'm going to be like, "Everything's good. I'm fine." I'm not going to. I'm not going to say a word. I got to be honest. I do stub my toe a lot, and it really does hurt very bad. No, but it, like overall, do you think that you have low pain tolerance? No, I don't. I think I do. Uh, I think I do become a baby sometimes when I get hurt, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's really about when I get hurt. I think it's more about when I get sick. When I get sick, I hate being sick. It drives me crazy. So I definitely think I'm a baby when I'm yeah, sick. Yeah, but you're a man, so. Yeah, I think that's pretty. It kind of comes. Yeah. I but, mean, I apologize to all the men out there listening yeah. to me. But well, they all know it, baby. Sorry, guys. It they is all know true. It. It's true. All it's a thousand percent are. true. Are men in Venezuela just as big of babies when they get sick? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, it doesn't matter. It, the How do the guys in Venezuela handle when they stubble their toe? Is everything okay down there? They continue with their lives like nothing happens. I continue with my life like nothing happens. <laughs> After too. five minutes uh, of five doing minutes, it. You're so, you're, now you're being dramatic. I'm going to record you. Okay, record me. We'll put it, it on, on Instagram. Instagram. I allow it. I allow it. Record me. Next time I stub mm -hmm. my toe, record me. We'll see if that's an overreaction. Because I think I'm no, just reacting No, because now you're not going to overreact. No. You're no, going to be like crying on the inside. Never going to tell you again <laughs> when I hurt myself. I don't want to be a low pain tolerance kind of guy, but I am a low pain tolerance kind of guy. I don't think I have low pain tolerance, but I don't think I have high pain tolerance <laughs> either. That's for sure. <laughs> but you know what are you gonna do well but listen you have like blood tolerance i have blood I tolerance. don't you have no <laughs> tolerance to anything red in color <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true that's true you faint a lot and i over dramatize my toe stubs so i guess in that sense we're perfect for each other yeah because when the major medical incidents happen i can take care of them and when i stub my toe then you can take care of me how's that then you don't need no one to take care of you for hitting your toe. Well, what if I do need some help? You know who needs some help? Blue. Where are we gonna yeah. do? What are we gonna do with this dog, babe? That's my my last Maybe question for the show. Maybe we should launch a giveaway. I thought about this a long time ago. And I would then we'll love to give, give them the blue. Dog yeah, I just don't think that would be fair to the person we're giving the dog away to. That's not a giveaway. That's like being punished. It's like you can go to jail or take blue. I'd I'd go to prison. <laughs> I think I'd go to prison. I'm being serious. Listen to her. She's just barking for no reason. Why is she barking? Because it's close to time She's to being hungry, fed. I yeah, know. I know. Why did we choose to get that dog again? Why did you choose to get that dog again? Because I moved here and I was very lonely. Yeah, okay. I get it. I got it. At the time I got it. And to only, be fair to only, blue. Yeah, I'm okay now, so blue. 
You can go. (laughs) (laughs) She's with us for the next 30 years. You know that, don't you? She's going to live to be a fucking hundred. You know it. You know it just like I know it. That dog is going to outlive both of us. We're literally going to have to put her in our will. (laughs) And she gets crazier by the minute. You think I'm dramatic about my toe. Blue's dramatic about everything. Everything. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Oh, God, it drives me crazy. Well, you know how they say dogs are like their owners. Yeah, okay, don't even go there with me. <laughs> I told you when we got that fucking dog. What did I say? In the parking lot. You in are the, the owner. I'm the... On we the paperwork, are the, it okay, says Brian Green. What paperwork goes along with ownership Whatever, of a dog? Know. Okay. So a- answer county? me this. Riddle me this. Okay, I'm, she's registered in my name. Ans- riddle me this. When mm-hmm. we were sitting on that dirt road in front of that trailer, <laughs> waiting to go inside and get blue, what did I say to you? I said, are you sure you yeah. want... A Yorkie, because they're going to be but loud they're cute. and obnoxious. Yeah, they were cute for the whole ride home. She was cute. And they're hypoallergenic. Well, that's true. We did have to get that because I'm uh, my pain tolerance is low, so we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't get it. Yeah. Your allergy tolerance away. is also low. Well, I do have to say this as a as a kind of stopping point here. Mm. I love you. I, I think love you, too. you being Venezuelan to me, it's part of what makes. My love for you so strong, your culture, your attitude toward things, the DNA inside of you, your funny little accent that I love so much and sometimes make fun of sh- uh, here on mm-hmm. the show, the food, the warmth, the everything. I think you're a beautiful people. And uh, I'm so blessed, I think, to be in the orbit of the Venezuelans. Thank you. Babe. That's very You're sweet. welcome. Now I'm going to go wrap my toes in bubble tape. Listen, I feel the same about... The American culture. Oh, thank you. And like we often say, our perfect culture, it's a mix yes. between what we think it's like the good from here and the good from my home country. Is that what they say? No, you and I. Oh, you and I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot that conversation. <laughs> I was on the floor <laughs> with my toe. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You're never going to live that one down. Never. All right. Okay. There it is. A little insight into the multicultural marriage that is Brian and Astrid. And uh, yeah, I love you. I love you too. I love you with all my heart. Love you. Very much. So can we go make some tequenos? 5,000 marriage points for today's episode. (laughs) Am I going to get deducted for any reason on this episode? Because if so, I'll edit it out. Mm, no, I don't think so. No, you're good? Yep. Okay, good. No, I think it's been an enjoyable episode of the commercial break. I hope Listen, so. Listen, Chrissy and I come, we yuck it up all the time. It's a bunch of fun. We talk about stupid shit. But I do like every once in a while when we can have like a an actual conversation. Yep. So, um, thank you. I really appreciate it. I love you. Thank you're, you. I love you. You're my best friend. All right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about the show. You can watch all the video. You can listen to all the audio right there from one location, tcbpodcast.com. What's so funny? Not all the video. Well, not all the video, but most of the video. (laughs) We'll get back to it. I swear to God we will. Uh, Add the commercial break on Instagram, tcbpodcast on TikTok. Just go to Instagram. Don't even bother with TikTok. Add the commercial break. And youtube.com slash the commercial break. That's where you go. You can find all the video that we have edited and put out there is also on the YouTube channel. Also, youtube.com slash the commercial break. It would be nice if you would go there and subscribe, like, and comment on your favorite video. We certainly would appreciate it. Also, if you want your free piggy fronting sticker, you know what you have to do? You have to go to the contact us button on the website. Drop your physical address and then astrid this beautiful lady will Uh-oh. send you a sticker for free no problems no when questions I get to it. yeah when she gets around to it sorry are you a couple weeks behind <laughs> we have to get on that we'll get on that don't worry about it 212-4333-TCB that's 212-4333-TCB questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all right there ask ryan's mom ask tcb you need some advice you can leave a text message, you can leave a voicemail, whatever you choose. It'll ring right here in the studio, and one of us will answer you. I promise we will. Okay, I guess that's all I can do for today, hun. But I'll tell you that I love you. I love you too. And I'll tell you best to you. 
Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Astrid and I will say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 